In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The epistle reading, which was read beautifully by Rita Paisios today, calls us to be mindful of precisely who we are. And in fact, if we go a few verses earlier, we hear these beautiful words that talk about transforming our lives. St. Paul to the Romans in chapter 12 and verse 2 writes, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that what is that is good and acceptable in the perfect will of God. Do not be conformed to this world, meaning do not follow the sinful, broken ways of this world. Do not follow the old Adam, but we are called to use our brains, our mind, our intellect, our logical minds that God himself created and gave to us. Jesus Christ is known as the divine logos, and from that comes logic. And we're called to be transformed, not to this world, but to the kingdom of heaven. And those beautiful words remind us that we do so because it is acceptable to God. St. Paul goes on in that writing to say, for I say, through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. We're called to be transformed. We're called to not conform to this world. Pride of oneself is part of this world. Boastfulness is part of this world. Thinking so highly of ourselves is of this world. But of the kingdom we see reality. We think logically. We think with our minds and not with our boastfulness. We see ourselves as we really are. We stand before God, if you will, naked, not simply of clothes, but naked of hiding who we really are. We stand for him, before him precisely as we are. And when we do so, we become humble. We realize how far we are from what God had created how far we are from the man and women we are called to be, how far we are from being really children of the light and children of the living God. St. Paul tells us to not think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. And he tells us to be sober of mind and of spirit. And he goes on to say, as God has dealt to each one, a measure of faith. For as we have many members, but one in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So we being many are one body in Christ. And Paul lifts us up while he tells us to be sober and to not think more of ourselves, he does so that we understand 
that every one of us is valuable in the sight of God. Every one of us is essential to this community. And it's only when each of us uses our gifts that this community becomes one and becomes strong. Imagine if just simply one of us doesn't do our job. If I decided while I'm standing at the altar to not serve, it doesn't matter the choir wants to respond, there is no response. It doesn't matter you want to take communion. And you say, well, that's the priest. But what if the, sex of the office workers decide they're not going to answer the phones all week? How will you convey you want your loved ones to be prayed for? Yes, you could come here, but what if no one simply opens the door? What if our custodian decided he wasn't going to clean the church and to prepare things? What would we come into? What if our volunteers decided they would not help? None of us, no matter how important we think we are, can do our work. Even our great benefactors who are so generous in this community, if they beautify the church and build more space for us, but no one comes, of what value is it? Every one of us in this community is essential to the life of this community and we are called to work with one another to be one body. Paul reminds us, but all the members do not have the same function. Every one of our gifts that God gives us, we are called to utilize. These young women who sang so beautifully today in church, how they fill our church with the beautiful hymns of the church with prayerfulness, and thanksgiving. Paul and George together, one and the other, fill our church with the beauty of the hymns every week. Each of us is called to do what God has blessed us to do. And Paul goes on to write, having then gifts differing according to the grace. Each of us when we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit at our baptism, we're blessed by God with different gifts and different talents that the community might be one. And he goes on to say, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberty, and he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness, and that list of St. Paul can go on and on because every one of us were blessed by God with a multitude of gifts. He goes on to tell us who and what we are to be and how we ought to act. It says, let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another. Yes, we are called to love one another. We are also called to be kind to one another and merciful and compassionate and not gossiping and, and angry and resentful and jealous. But we are called to love one another. 
And he says, with brotherly love and honoring, giving preference to one another, meaning the other comes before me, every one of us, even as priests, my spiritual children come before me. And each of us is to see this in our hearts and in our minds, in our action. He goes on, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuingly steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, giving, given to hospitality, bless those who persecute you. We're not only called to be kind to those who are kind to us, but even those who persecute us, we are to bless and we're not to curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. All of us, including myself, often think our opinion is the most important opinion. Ultimately, the only person's opinion that matters is God's because it's not an opinion, because it is reality. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it's as possible, as much as depends on you, live peacefully with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. We're each called to live really as children of the light. As we enter into this fast of the most holy Theotokos, the mother of God, let us use these two weeks of the fast as a time to examine ourselves and ask how is it that we can become more and more as children of God as we heard in Paul's writings today. May God give us the strength and the wisdom and most importantly, the love and the mercy to do so. God bless you.